Who doggy? Get a little plate of pork and beans and scalloped potatoes and head off from everybody else and find a secluded spot in the porta potty and just go to town. Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. This is still Dr. The Head. <laughs> and you are listening to... Alright, another brilliant episode ahead of you. Uh, take it away, Dr. Tar. Yeah, t- today's therapy session. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't pay to live here at the asylum. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, <Yes. laughs> today's therapy session, we will be discussing the manster and creation of the humanoids. Yes. Two kind of strange movies. <laughs> yeah. Oldies but goodies. So we're starting with which one? Uh, let's start with the manster first. Then. Larry! From the exotic geisha houses of Tokyo, To the back alleys of the Ginza Strip comes the terrifying news of a fiendish creature that threatens to destroy all who stand in his way. This is the frightening story of an American reporter in Tokyo who unwittingly became the victim of a shocking scientific experiment that turned him into a horrible mutant, half-man, half-monster, the Manster. got away. I think I know where he's going, to Taurus. Follow me. Right. There's panic in the streets as the unheard of terror of a half-man, half-monster runs wild through the city. There he goes! Don't miss The Manster, a genuine thriller in the most frightening sense of the word. year 1959 that was released 58 and uh it was a japanese american co-production i guess which was kind of odd but so what do you guys have to say about this movie other than re- watching it on sir graves ghastly saturday or sunday afternoon <laughs> and, <laughs> who'd you like and to being freaked out about being freaked out about the eye and the shoulder but that was who do, who do you want to go first oh i don't care Free for all. Do it. Fight it. Go. <laughs> Fight. <laughs> all right. I would say that both movies are so poorly acted. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, 
uh, but you know the manster i think uh i don't know it's very much of its time the um uh i i would say for the first three quarters of the movie you you should call it the hamster <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know but you know when i was a little kid though that that very beginning where all of a sudden you saw the the silhouette and the the blood splatter up onto the the you know yeah. the wall that was kind of creepy well it was really yeah that was a really good scene until then they got into the lab and you could see the dude's feet sticking out of the costume and uh, you know the hands and stuff <laughs> Well, yeah, because he's that's part he's of the part, man of the manster. He's a manster. He's a manster. He was the not yeti. He was the not yeti. The not quite yeti. Yeah, uh, that was just. But anyway, yeah. But and then he grows that coconut on his head too, so, or on his shoulder. Yeah, well, and then uh, what? what I'm picking at it. That uh, the Japanese woman that's like the assistant to the mad scientist. What kind of accent did she have? I think it was an American actress, right? <laughs> with a with eye makeup to make her look more Asian. Oh, really? Correct? I don't know. I just all I know is that uh, she. It's sometimes it sounded like it was all over the place. Like it just Dude, did not. You're Asian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not mine. <laughs> Pay good money for that. <laughs> um anyway the the manster uh, that's more fond memories than anything else oh well, you know it was kind of creepy though that when he when he's like freaking out then he pulls back his shirt and that eyeball's looking at him <laughs> that was that's always been a great scene that's a, that, that's, a yeah, that's a great shot uh terry zimmern is the woman who plays tara tara oh there you go yeah, I, I, there are a lot of times watching the monster, uh, you know, when when the uh, the protagonist, the, the monster, the growing monster, his acting is so over the top. I was thinking oh, this would be really good. Monster. This would be a really good role for Nick Cage to play. <laughs> if they were to redo this, I could see a remake. Just, I could see a remake. Yeah. The oh, that would be awesome! That would be awesome. Yeah. Then you get I mean, two rage. It'd be like it'd be like two-headed shark attack. Yeah, like you bring in it'd that and then the Colorado space, you know, the monster out of space or something. Yeah, Nick Cage. Um, at the end, Nick Cage. Nick, these, Nick Cage well, would say, "Body off." Body off. And then you'd have like these outrageous sequels. So you have like an eight-headed Nick Cage movie. <laughs> hey, I'd watch it. You know, Sci-Fi Channel. Hope you're listening. Uh, <laughs> Make it like the Hydra. Every yeah. time you cut off a head, two more grow out, <laughs> and they're crazier. Yeah, and they're and they're other like D-list celebrities, like Steven Seagal. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> they start growing out of other parts of him. You know, <laughs> like instead of a head growing out of his shoulder, you know, something will come out of his lower extremities. You know, that's and where the, and the out of his knee. Be. You mean out of his knee? Is that what you're, you're out saying? of his knee? Would right, Stephen Nicol. <laughs> Get away. I can't wait to do a groin kick in my face. Kneecap <laughs> him. Oh, I like the volcano in in the Manster. I thought that was uh, a class uh, special effect. About three feet and, away. It, yeah, in the background. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looked well, like it looked like it was maybe you know twelve inches tall, even though it's supposed to have that perspective. That was that was beautiful. That's some beautiful work right there. Yeah, well, the, the volcano co- has a very strong Shinto image. It's a very strong Shinto symbol. 
whatever. Yes. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. Sure. <laughs> you know, creation right. and, and death, destruction all at the right. same time, which right. I found right. I found very fitting. <laughs> you know. Then explain the coconut for the second head. <laughs> well, it talked. It moved its head. Moved around. I saw that. I, you know, looked pretty good to me. So I liked it when it was the eye. It did a, it did a facial expression. Yeah. Oh yeah, which was, which was well, more than you the, haven't seen in a Mexican I've, horror movie. I've, I've seen other movies. I've seen other movies where there is absolutely no expression because it's it's just a, a mask, you know. Oh yeah, or just yeah. no expression among their human people, oh. just like we'll talk about in Creation of the Humanoids. Right. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah I, no, I like the monster. It's it's silly fun, and I, oh no, the, the yeah, don't get me wrong. yeah, the beginning reminds me a little bit of the um, got some Lovecraftian. Uh, elements with with channeling the cosmic rays very much like the color out of space and was a die monster die where they have yeah, that, that which is just a remake or just a yeah it's, it seemed like it was borrowing some of those elements oh, yeah. um mm-hmm. along with the very you know obvious the, the volcano kind of energy or whatever yeah then the yeah then the uh the volcano imagery i mean it's utterly silly you know the two-headed transplant thing coming out and it pops out like a like an inflated balloon like <laughs> there it is. I'm like, oh yes. It's you know. a puma. There it is. And this gradual increasing hostility. And everyone around him is like so calm, like, let's try to help you. No. Ah, you know, he's just like going crazy and uh, everyone else is just like so unaffected. It's it's hysterical fun. And he gets those huge shoulders and he wears that trench coat. <laughs> well, did, let me let me let me interject some positives here. That trench coat was cool as shit. No, no, Love that what? trench coat, man, and also and good it was expandable. And that also, a trench coat big enough to hide a second head. Absolutely, <laughs> and also the theremin in the music in the score. Oh yeah, I like, yeah. I like the theremin. And there's there's a Doctor Head, you know, being a percussionist, you might know there. It's that it's like a cymbal that has that like kind of a twingly sound. Yes, that's a Chinese. Symbol. Is that a Chinese symbol? Yes, I don't. I don't. It's like I, it, it has a name. Yeah, I don't remember yes, what it's called. I, I don't remember what it is. I've used it in music before. Yes, and they um, utilize that in there. Boing, boing. It's, it's got well. a boing quality. Yes. Yes, really. Oh, that, that, real, that, real subtle. That, that, it's almost like the like a theremin sound. Only it's that natural. It's not the theremin. It's almost yeah. like a saw. Like a twi- Yeah, like a saw. Yeah, boing, you're exactly right. Boing, boing. You're exactly right. Almost like somebody playing a saw. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, but, it, but it it's a, it's a that. symbol or something. It's there. a very specific kind of symbol used. That yeah. It was brought over, I think, when when the Chinese brought over their culture, and it was integrated into more of the traditional Japanese plays. Um, but yeah, it, uh, I love I've that heard, sound. I've heard the I've heard the instrument. I guess another they use it a lot in their supernatural movies. Is that right? The, you know, right. They're, but but you yeah. If you think about the think about the soundtrack, and they use the. They almost use the theremin as a theme for the for the other, you know. Um, if you watch it, there's the, it, it's actually there. It's actually like a, yeah. you know, yeah. um, um, mimicking or or uh, being a precursor to the image, um, and, and the fact introducing 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 the image of the other. Yeah, so and, and the fact that it's a two-headed movie. I got a thing for two-headed movies too. So. <laughs> But it's just, okay. and it's very curious the way that it was made because it was, uh, as, as Tar said, you know, it was a Japanese, a Japanese uh, co-production. American co-production. I think it's, so. Does anybody know? Is is this one of the first examples of the two-headed monster genre movies? That's a good point. Be. I mean, it's right around this this time. Yeah, because of course the one that I always remember as a kid 
was the thing with two heads with the Raymond and you know, Rosie Greer. <laughs> right. And, you know, right. I remember again seeing that on Creature Feature on WKBD yeah. Channel 50 Correct. Detroit. And that was, yeah. yeah. And, an older, older movie or a newer movie. Right. And yeah. I, I remember even as a kid watching this and not being, I mean, of course, that movie's kind of played for a little bit more for comedic value. But I, I just, I remember even as a kid watching the, the whole two headed monster bit. I couldn't get scared because the entire time I was sitting there going, well, people are going to know something's up. I mean, he's got another <laughs> head. How You just know you're going to stay away from this guy. You're not going to walk down an alley, see a guy with two heads and go, oh, well, this guy looks like he's okay. Maybe I'll just go up and give him some money. No, you're going to run like hell. So I guess I could never get into the whole horrific part of the movie because it was the extra head. How do you how do you as a character I think that all hinges on how he's acting though. Well I guess but I could never get it's like you know he'd be all maniacal it's just like fuck this and and, but I will say the thing I like about the master is that it does it kind of has that film noir quality to it which I think really kind of works to its advantage because you know you get those shots he's running down the alley it's the shadow and the shadow has the two heads and of course the one head's kind of bobbling there like it might have been attached badly Well, but yeah, still. the femme fatale, it has a lot of noir elements. You know, the femme fatale, you know, the spurned woman. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, some, for, some form of, of darkness, you know, which is the, 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 <laughs> and, the and mad the scientist, you know. And the, and the what the fuck's this? Well, most I think most oh, of the, the what's it. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> most of the cinematography and lighting looks pretty good, and I think a lot of the set set design was pretty cool too. Very professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking, yeah. 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 Thought, you know. It makes me want to go take a bath. <laughs> oh no doubt! Didn't uh, there was like <laughs> like that was, sounds uh, pretty 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 good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Larry David. <laughs> uh, the doctor. The doctor was uh, I, what's his name? <laughs> the doctor. Does anybody know his name? The, Is that uh, you? What? That's his name. Is that you? Yes, exactly. <laughs> he was Chinese, yes. Who's it's But anyway, he was a Japanese actor, but he was also like in the Mysterians. I, I, him and Jerry the, Ito? Is that Jerry his Ito was in yes, the Jerry Ito? There's yeah. another guy that was in there. Jerry Ito was in another. He was in yeah. some of the Toho movies. Tetsu Nakamura. Yes, Tetsu Nakamura, I think, yeah, is the actor. Right? There you go. That's him. But yeah, he was in um, like the Mysterians and some other classic Toho movies at the time. I, I, th- I, th- I thought the guy, the, the Manster guy, um, I thought he, Delaney. I thought he held, I thought he held a cigarette quite well. Oh, and he knew <laughs> how to drank like a fish and then yeah. smoked all the time. I know. He, he, <laughs> he had... and, and it was funny then the, the next day, you know, after his first conversion and he's hung over and they show him, he's got that five o'clock shadow. That's, that's makeup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That was good too. When I liked that his apartment was mostly bar. <laughs> yeah. What else do you well, need? It, it, you oh, know, no, all of that, it. all that footage looked like Ed Wood to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. The Japanese Ed Wood. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, Jerry Ito was in not only the Manchester, but he was in he was in Mothra and the Last War. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing him in in a bunch of movies. Yeah. yeah. I, I will say about the Manster, the the one thing I really enjoyed was that end scene 
But okay, if I, I, I would hope most people have seen this. If not, the, yeah. the, the <laughs> it's it's the split. I'm just gonna say that. That was the name of the movie. That the, in uh, England and everything else. That was that was the name of the movie. The big split. It, yeah, but that, that split. Scene, I, I thought didn't was, know that. I thought that was rather effective. Um, you know, it yeah, was. That was pretty good. I, I, I really liked that. I was like, oh, that's good. <laughs> like, nice. And it was painful. It was effective <laughs> until they got the shot of him. You know, changing back. And, yeah. Uh, well. Said, okay, we'll have three still. Go, go all Larry <laughs> Talbot on <laughs> yours. And we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go all out on on the you know, the time dissolve here. You know, <laughs> yeah. the I think they had three frames. Made. I'll give them seven. My I, um, my favorite was right before that. They were pickup shots. Right What's before. That get mine was my favorite was right before that scene when the cops and uh, the the reporters have to drive up to the mountain. How slow they have to drive and arrive. <laughs> With the sirens going. I know, with the sirens going, there's like absolutely, they're like. Well, and oh. speaking of which, at the very beginning of the movie where he's walking up to go interviewing, it's just like, <laughs> does anybody believe in steps or anything like that? <laughs> it's like, I, I didn't realize it was like a stage four mountain climbing experience here. That was like, well, they, they were on a mountain that was close to a volcano. And that was, was that was curiously, that was curiously, uh, not not of, of here's this volcano erupting and everybody just kind of going about their business <laughs> oh yeah it was just kind of smoking. it happens all the time you know, it was smoking it was volcano the giant monsters or whatever yeah. <laughs> but we don't know what it is let's just call it a monster <laughs> yes uh, yeah but it's goofy, but I, I do like that split scene as well fez it's um and you know it's 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 clever how they how they did it you know here is you know, I, what I wanted to hear, I was hearing, Stella, you're tearing me apart. <laughs> and here is you know, behind this tree. Or Stella. Stella. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, when I, what, if we could do a version of this movie, I would like to do a big pop sound <laughs> when, he, when he comes out. You know, that would be awesome. And I love how his clothes are like ripped perfectly in half. <laughs> Well, but until you see him lying, and that's why I come back to my my point. You see him lying there, and he's just got this spot of blood on his shoulder, like yeah. like like that thing kind of crawled out of that spot. But but when you see it, the transformation, it isn't quite the same. Yeah, it's um, like Doctor yeah. Doctor Pimple Popper. They they know? didn't want to really, I, I guess. You know, the huge boil just like squeeze that shoulder, there it comes out. Oh, the director back there. Eagle ape thing. Okay. I, I know they're trying to figure it out. The director, director finally sitting back there. It's not that big of a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Between Japanese and American relationship at the time, yes. Yeah, forbidden love. Yeah. Well, the tagline right. should be um, with one injection, the doctor gave him head. You've been picking it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Gadfly. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Go to the heads of the class. <laughs> yeah. Or subtitled "Not Yeti." Not Yeti. <laughs> no, that's a that's a brilliant title. Yeah. <laughs> or or that you could call a new, the new title would be "I Split on Your Grave." <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That will be that will be the Nick Cage version. There you go. I split on your grave. Not quite Yeti. And and eight headed Nick Cage, I split on your grave. Either that, or if it's the Manster, then we put it in the sixties, late sixties, and it's the Man Oh yeah. 
We get a nice Curtis, <laughs> Curtis Mayfield soundtrack to back yeah, that up yeah, with yeah. Shaft. I want to hear that Waka Jawaka. And lots, and lots of polyester. Or Superfly. <laughs> that was sort of Superfly. That's right. Yeah. That was, it's awesome. Uh, it's, it has its own momentum. It is overly acted badly, um, but I, I still, it's oh, a no, fun I, movie I, to yeah, watch. It's a lot of fun, and and for all the points we're, we're making all the silly, of course, well, that's what we do, but uh, there yeah, are, I mean, that shot of, the, shot of the, the, the shoulder with the eyeball, it's like, man, that, it, it is such a creepy moment. It is, that's a and nightmare. I was, if it, it would have yeah. only been a little better if it could have made a blink, like if it could, or well, look around a little bit, you know, I know, that, I know they didn't, they couldn't, but I thought, oh, that would have been, a little extra creepy. Oh, so what the hell you want? <laughs> well, I mean, we Sam Raimi did his little ode to it in Army of Darkness, which oh, was, yeah. was oh, used yeah, to great yeah. effect. And I mean, that's what you want. You want the eyeball moving around and blinking. Stuff yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have the budget for that. No, there was but no I, budget. I like how he gave him the wink towards that. I mean, you know what he was talking about. Oh, yeah. Sam Raimi's version. Yeah. Yeah. I, did, I never knew that before. I didn't even think about it until you guys just said that, and I thought, oh, that's totally probably something Sam Raimi would know. Uh, as bad as the acting is in this movie, it's better than what we have in Creation of the Humanoids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. There is one. There, I have to. I do have to make a confession before we go on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, oh, all right. I thought you, when you said the, the manster, I thought... All this time, and I even wrote it down here. I thought you said the hamster, and I went and man, there's some really sick stuff out there. No, and I'm I'm, I just want to put that in there, and and then I finally figured it out because I was watching. I think I was I I was watching something else on, and I saw the man. Oh God, I bet that's why. Mr. Lemmywitch. So I watched it. I watched it. So you watched the Man Witch, and that was a whole different movie altogether. That was a different. I, I'm not that I'm not I'm not I'm not that dim. So it's uh, that, I'm just ha- hard of hearing. The hamster, the hamster <laughs> had that was Richard Gear, right? <laughs> yes. Well, it was Dick Gear. Yeah. You know, that was his. That was his. Yeah, except the credits. Re- the plume in that. One. Except the credits read. The hamster in. I just thought I'd bring that up. I just wanted to confess. You can move on to to this next wonderful. <laughs> Creation of the humanoids. Out of the atomic war came the perfect man, the humanoids, man's own creation. Physically and mentally perfect. Created to serve their masters, men and women. But could man compete with this creation, the perfect man? You love that, that machine? I love Pax. He's dedicated to keeping me happy. And I am happy. The robots are machines. They must be made to look like machines. The perfect man, created by man, becomes man's worst enemy. Proceed! most provocative story ever filmed the most unusual story ever filmed you must see it to believe it the creation of the humanoids the perfect man yes wonderful movie. what did you think of this most wonderful movie uh creation of the humanoids uh it was a hoot 
it was kind of painful to get through. Uh, <laughs> it's got some good good pedigree. But, and, the, and the color was kind of weird, you know. What for being year did it movie, come out? 62. 62. And, yeah, uh, the lack of it sex. It hit Feather, you should know, it has deadly man love in it. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, this is you're human, this is you're Jack stupid, Kirsten. stupid. You're stupid, my <laughs> they, uh This is one of Jack Pierce's last uh, right. makeup efforts. Yeah, he did the makeup, right? And, uh, With those, the big uh, And they didn't look, I, you know, for them, you know, their final voice. What, what cracks me up about this movie is they, they give this great explanation of what's happening. And all of a sudden you see the first robot. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, the first one, the first one's pretty cool looking. It's all like got that slick, slick dome. Oh, very kind I'm of sorry. We got this thing. from uh, Phantom Empire. Sorry. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then they go to the big boxy one. Like, oh shit! They had extra cardboard boxes well, and aluminum. Then you go to Earth versus the flying <laughs> saucers. That's not a progression. <laughs> and then they go from the boxy one to like, point. There's a human. Like, oh crap! <laughs> Look at you guys. Well, they got the. They have the Earth versus the flying saucer one. It's like, oh, yeah. we forgot elbows. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, 92% of the, uh, so here's I was getting, I was trying to do the math here. 92% of humans were gone, and yet there were, uh, the robots were outnumbering them. So they kept on building robots to help them out, you know. Uh, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> the percentage I went them, to uh, really realistic sex bots. So, well, that's what I was hoping for. I mean, that's the that's the dream. I think that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for that, you know. So hopefully next week when we all get the I'll get the new, you know, Hammock or Schlemmer catalog, they'll be right there on the cover. <laughs> uh, yeah, boy, invasion of the humanoids. Um, no I, creation. Creation. Excuse me. Creation. <laughs> I love the atomic bomb footage. That was nice watching so many atomic bombs go. Go off in the it wasn't just me or the color. The color of the credits was just kind of wow. That's kind of yeah. The coloring of the whole off. movie was weird. I but mean, the was... lack of sets, the real you know, it was a lot of open ended sets in the back, and uh, with the with the creative lighting, and uh, <laughs> you know, and and it was very much. I learned a lot about the culture. A lot of talking, you know, <laughs> but so overacted. Oh. That's what was the best part. It was like every person who got in there was <laughs> Could trying I to compete. Like, no, it's my turn to talk. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was beautiful. Can, can, I re can we go back to the beginning where I would like to refer them in, instead of clickers as clunkers? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you get back those contacts. You know, those contacts are pretty cool. They're eyeballs. Uh, yeah. yeah, they Jack were. Pierce. And you think that would be the color of the Frankenstein monster? I think one of the one of the things about this movie as compared to the Manster is it's a lot smarter. I think there's a lot of cool story elements inside of this concepts one. going on. Yeah, yeah, some interesting yeah. concepts and just the way they've you know transposed uh, you know um, racism and uh, and all that kind of stuff into it. And they had some really good <laughs> twists. I think you know what I mean. Um, and uh, they referred to to them as robots. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> yeah, robots. Clickers. Yeah, clickers and clickers. robots. Yeah. Clickers. Oh, yeah. I, I would agree and, with Gadfly. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, I, I would agree with Gadfly. There, there's, there's some interesting ideas being pitched around in this movie, and it, it almost feels like this would have been better served um, on the Twilight Zone, like an episode of Twilight Zone, 
you know, 30 minutes or maybe an hour, you probably could have gotten the exact same message across. A little bit smarter writing, maybe black and white would have helped. I don't know. I, I was shocked uh, at this film being done in color, which I know was uh, even for 62. That's that was pretty expensive for the time. I mean, it's kind of this yeah. weird, gorgeous color, but it's wow, it is. I read where they, uh, yeah, they spent all this money on the color and then uh, their uh, movie posters at the time, they chinched on the movie posters, which at the time were being all printed in color. <laughs> so their movie poster was only printed in like two colors. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah Black, white. Kind of, yeah. yeah, that was pretty Black, much white, and red. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Anyway, yeah. creation of the humanoid. I mean, it, it, oh, and. Just the fact yeah, that they used the, the, the whatever the the meat puppets or whatever those guys were, the the organization that hated the robots, they were what well, in, in the like Confederate. Yeah, they were like in Lollipop conf- It was like yeah, it was like Confederate, you know, uh, hats. <laughs> yeah, it was like someone went to a a a Civil War reenactment the weekend before and said, "Hey, we can use these," because they were definitely Confederate soldier uniforms. I, I think they said that they had raided um, some old. Um, uh, costume store uh, storehouses, warehouses to get this, and they, they just grabbed what they could. Yeah, let's see, uh, stock costume rental items such as Confederate army caps. So yeah, they they just grabbed what they could. <laughs> yeah. I, I worked for me; it was all right. I didn't mind that. I uh, well, at least that. you know where the Blue Men Group gets their look from. <laughs> so, and how know. about uh, what's his name, Doctor Raven, Craven, the Oh, right, right, yeah. Dr. Ravens. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't argue with you clickers. (laughs) (laughs) I hate when you show me up and you always do. Yeah, then he came back and like, but but I I really liked when you had the the twist, the surprise, which I won't won't blow it because I think people really need to see it. Oh, they do. I was... um, I was like, I was definitely kind of surprised at the uh, at that twist. I'm like, oh, well, this is a lot more pervasive and prevalent than I thought. Wasn't that interesting? But uh, yeah, that, so that made it that made it enjoyable. But there was just so much of the of the soap opera drama uh, in between, <laughs> and really? talking about and all the all the stuff that was so late fifties, early sixties. The stuff about you know. Uh, women and like, oh, that's you know, giving birth to or not being able to have babies. That's the thing that a woman wants most in their you know, life. You know, oh. Yeah, I was just like, oh. yeah, it was, it was, it was wonderful to see all that so gloriously trounced out there. Like, yes, woman, know thy place. <laughs> yes, well, here it is. She's boinking the roy blad, anyways. Yes, <laughs> and it was just like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's the first we, real doll. We. <laughs> And he comes with attachments. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's detachment. Yes. <laughs> That's why he's happy. <laughs> uh, that just put that movie on a whole deeper level. <laughs> Depends on how deep. Right. I had to order that one special. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it well, is. Um, well, I think well, we they should... had like what three sets? I think three, three different walls and some backgrounds. Yep, and I think a couple different <laughs> chairs. And I'm thinking and well, a lot like, of art. 
Sergeant yeah, they, they couldn't afford to do any kind of action sequences whatsoever. It's kind of like when I've made movies. I'm like, yeah, I get it. You know, you're in a house. Like, what can I do? Well, we got one camera. We got one room. Yeah, let's shoot here. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> I, guess, I get it. You know, I I uh, I wanted to go back and find out who wrote the screenplay so I could see what else this person wrote and just to find out like, oh, is this this person's style? Do you write this way or is it because like you said, oh, you got three days to write a movie and here you go. And he's like, ah, oh, shit. Okay, let's go. You know, I'd love to know that more about the creation of the creation of the humanoids. <laughs> Based on an original story and screenplay by Jay Sims. <laughs> Pseudonym. <laughs> I'm not taking credit for that. Well, I think uh, I think we should uh, say, you know, spoiler alerts, because we should be able to talk about the ending, because to me, that's where it really all kind of come, comes together. And, and uh, uh, you know, even with all the sets and stuff like that, I didn't even mind the mm -hmm. sets at all. I, n none of that stuff bothered me. No, no I kind of liked it, yeah. actually. It, it, was a, it, it has a look. It has a look to it. Yeah, yeah. That's I, consistent. But I yeah, think... I dig the makeup. Yes, the makeup it's was the good. the time. Yeah. I think it's interesting because it's the time. Well, the main guy is like some cowboy actor. I mean, he just seemed like he was walking, even the way he McGowan. walked. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, well... But the end... Yeah, the end was a surprise to me. Didn't I don't, play, uh, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but was that end a surprise to you if you the first time you saw it? it yeah, was, it was. Yeah, yeah. That came that I, came out of left field, but I I didn't mind it. I was like, okay, that's not that's that's clever. Okay, I got yeah. it. Because you get the get the sequ in the beginning, you see that uh, Maxine. Mm, you kind of get the idea. Oh, oh, I bet she's one of those replicants. Yeah, I thought that you too. Know. That was the one I started yeah. to suspect. Now, now we see how this movie it was influenced or influenced Philip K. Dick, and. Um, so she's a replicant, and then, but I didn't expect the other two. I was like, oh, look at you, you clever sons of bitches. You did it. You did it. Damn you all to hell. Yeah. And uh, so that was kind of that was kind of neat. And then the, the other one, when, when uh, you know, the doctor, I'm like, oh, look, wow. Yeah, so that, that I, I agree with you, Gadfly. That kind of made the payoff for me. And the big twist for me was... Uh... The uh, what was that? The the where the just the whole attitude of the robots. They weren't trying to destroy man. They were trying to help them. And then that just whole kind of discussion of the soul and yeah, 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 and all that kind of stuff yeah. was uh, you know is actually pretty good towards the end. Um, it did get a little bit of existential. It was it was surprisingly so. No, I liked the movie. Yeah, it was kind of, kind of like the end of uh, the amazing or incredible Shrinking Man. And what about you, Feather? Very existential. Feather, what did you think of this movie? I think we lost him. No, no, no. I was just listening. Oh, I, no, I, um, I, I said it in the beginning. I said it in the beginning. I said when we discussed this wonderful movie. I, I really like this movie. Cool. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I really liked it. Yeah, so did I. I, I, I was, I, you know, the last, I just watched it, you know, not too long ago, and I hadn't watched it for a really long time. And it, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I was in the mood for it, so it worked really Very well. Very creative, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing that I... And I th Sorry, guys. I don't know if you can hear that. It looks like we've got a parade down the street. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> sure. It's a of the humanoid. Sure, it's a parade going down the street. I, sure, I kid you Damn not. Damn it, Shanks. The Fez. <laughs> Let's celebrate the Fez. Fez. It's, a meat, um, it's a meat parade. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed when whenever you saw the humanoids when you know they would do they do the scenes 
they they were posed in such a way and you notice that they took very took care to, to direct them to act a certain way they never looked at the humans they were always just kind of staring they would be each staring in like a different <laughs> direction and at no point did they ever like look at one another they were just kind of like there but mm-hmm. I was going that's you know nobody really goofed it up they they, they stayed like in character the entire time and I was I like oh that's right yeah right. It, it was a little it was a little disconcerting because even when they get to the towards the end with Pax, he still would not really look at at any of the major characters. He was always kind of like looking over them or off to the side around them. Yeah. And I'm like, that that was a nice little you, detail. Like they didn't do you have think to they look could even see other. him? Do you think he could see him with those contacts? That they <laughs> Probably not. I really like, don't think. I think they rarely were playing like that. Like, <laughs> just just aim your head to see him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised their eyes. Where are those Maybe. androids crying? <laughs> did anybody? Aww. Did anybody else watch some of those scenes with all those uh, humanoids in it and, and think, "Oh my gosh, so many Doctor Evils." <laughs> <laughs> Who's been playing with the clone machine? I'm gonna, fr- I'm gonna freaking save these humans. Dog from hell. Dogs chiming in. Yeah. Here's what I thought of the movie, too. Well, the asylum security has got to throw in something, too, right? Inmate 34 trying to get out again. (laughs) That's right. The dog dog imitation. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It never works. Dog imitations? Yeah. Yeah. He just goes and starts barking, thinks that makes you think he's a dog. (laughs) Yeah. It worked once for, you know, <laughs> fool us once, but that's it. You know, it I better once. go let the dog out. Oh! <laughs> yeah, I would totally watch both of these movies again. Uh, Double feature? I, I, maybe not back to back. Give me a little time. <laughs> but I'd like to watch them with some with some friends who had never seen them because I want them oh, to enjoy be fun, yeah. these these are you know. I think they're both kind of movies well, it's, yeah yeah to watch with other people yeah, yeah. people who appreciate that kind of goofy right, the psychotronic right, stuff right you know and uh, I I really like the humanoids I, I do I, I, I agree with you there Fez that they don't look at each other and it's like they don't have to you know they're they're right. they're exchanging information and data. They're updating one I another. I'm so aware of you. <laughs> yeah, like they don't they don't need to. They're 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 their own you know Wi-Fi hotspots. They don't need to look at each other. Yeah, they don't even, they know. don't even look at the buttons when they press them. Oh, now they're they're in the hi-fi. What's yeah, they're mechanical. They don't they know where the things are. But but you see this this idea of of robots and humans and the line getting blurred and and how we're supposed to treat the robots. And we see this as a common theme throughout science fiction, you know, from Isaac Asimov and Ray Bradbury and Philip K. Dick. And, you know, this is a, this is a common theme that it's just another Fritz kind of Lang. cautionary slight tale. Yeah. yeah Fritz Fritz Lang. Lang. <laughs> you know, yeah. 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 And it's so it's like another step in that, in that direction, another, another entry, you know, in that kind yeah. of pantheon of the of the themes are all there. This was very heavily handed and clumsily done at times, uh, very overly dramatic and 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 theatrical and and a soap opera at times. But but the elements and the themes are all still there, which okay. which is what makes it enjoy. You know, I think it that's it, it has to be talked about in in the context of this larger issue in science fiction. Absolutely, what he said. 
Yeah. Yeah. What I said. <laughs> yeah. They, they had. They, they even, in comic books at the time, you had, uh, what was it, Magnus the Robot Fighter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who mourns the robot? Yeah. Right. I. Well, they even had some of uh, the, like, the laws of robotics or whatever kind of in there, mm-hmm. subtly. As and, yeah, and then uh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that if you one of the manual, yeah, if you if you ever hear uh, Asimov speak about robots, he says robots. That's how he pronounces robots. So I think that's like a New England type of pronunciation. Because they have cute robots. <laughs> yeah, I I, actually I love big robots, and I cannot lie. Yeah, both <laughs> both movies were good. I thought I, I enjoyed. You got to spank some cans. <laughs> Jeez. Go ahead, Gadfly. No, I just said I, I agree. Both I, I enjoyed both movies. I didn't have a you know a problem with watching either one of them, and I like they mm-hmm. they were uh, different you know um, in terms of how they were put together. Um, and yeah. like I said, with the humanoids, I did not the sets did not bother me at all. I always thought that was very clever, you know, yeah. just kind of focused. But it was way too tall, and the pacing was just yeah, yeah it was just uh, it was a uh, it was a, a test. Yeah, they just just had a little like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, just yeah you're right. Well, I'll have to agree with that. Have you ever seen the Time Travelers? It has that kind of a feel to it. It's a like a kind of am you know amateur feel to it. Oh yeah, I did see that, but I just skipped to the end. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. the over and over again. Over and over the loop. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that, I anyway, those are kind of the same kind of feel to them. Yeah, I got so drunk I had my own loop. It was called Groundhog Day. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> All right, so. Anybody last words on any of those things? Jay Sims also wrote the giant Gila monster. All right. <laughs> oh, wow. There we go. That says it all. That's the final word <laughs> on those movies. He really tried to bury that one, but oh, well. Do we need oh. to go any further? And he also did Panic in Year Zero. Oh, yes. Ooh, There's another, wow. another. He was right up there. We need to do those, both <laughs> right of those. We need to continue Panic on. Panic in Year Zero was kind of scary. Kind of. Kind of. Cool. <laughs> Long the Gila monster had a Gila monster in it. So. Yeah. And rock and roll, so what more could you want? Right. <laughs> and didn't it have the little girl in the leg braces? Where yes. <laughs> and the Lord said... <laughs> yeah. And it also had the, uh, the, the, the famous, everybody had to put their, their leg up on something, so it was like the Rockin'. knee up position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now I have to go watch this again. It's been a long time since I've seen the Gila Monster. I like unset blocking boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blocking boy! <laughs> well, we should I say I can't block. I split my scenes. We should also say one last thing about creation of the humanoids. Uh, it's often said to be Andy Warhol's favorite film. Nice. <laughs> and if you've ever seen any of the films he's made, you can see why. <laughs> into new life. Yeah. You must fuck death in the gallbladder. I have lots of film. We will take our time. <laughs> yeah, well, it's worth, they're worth seeing. They're worth seeing and experiencing. There's a, there is a lot of good among the schlock. And oh, it, it, really? it is like slow paced. You're going to get a lot of talky talky, but uh, it's also there is a level of enjoyment. And I kept on wanting to hear stupid minds, stupid, stupid. <laughs> you know, every time we talk, I'm like, come on, say it. 
<laughs> you know, it, it, it's apropos here. But, uh, and it, it's funny though. The minute he talks, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, like, I know that voice. <laughs> Land nine. Exactly. It's Eros, right? Is that the character he plays? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, Conrad Brooks is Clicker O2. <laughs> <laughs> Tor Johnson would have been a good clicker. Clicker O2 clicked. <laughs> Time for Tor to love a human. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I want the telematic process. <laughs> I'm Tor, a big robot. <laughs> I'm L96. <laughs> R96, rather. <laughs> I'm a big are- robot, Johnny. No, we are not going to let you procreate, Thor R ninety Thor R ninety six. Hello, you order Thor sex robot. <laughs> oh, you're a big one, aren't you? <laughs> My microphone is falling off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was hoping we'd go through an episode without anybody mentioning that, but eh, it didn't work. I have him on <laughs> silence. The, the magic of editing. <laughs> okay, it's been down for a while. Professor Feather here. Oh, this is the Midnight Gadfry. This is Dr. The Head. And this is the Blue Fez. The Blue, Blue Fez. There you go. And you are listening to... Where can you find us? Everywhere. We're, so we were standing on the corner of 5th and 43rd. That was, I think that was two hours ago. Check out the movie notes. The show notes. <laughs> we're working the streets. The radio station. We'll, we'll, we'll give you our GPS. Yeah. <laughs> Unsane. We'll be geocaching today's episode. Unsane Radio at gmail.com that's our email address that is the bona fide unsane radio email address it would be awesome if somebody emailed us <laughs> it really would hate mail is good too so. <laughs> we'll read that yes, shit yes you listen <laughs> you hate us but you still listen all over facebook Oh, that's so gross. All over your face. Thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs> no. I need a smoke anyway. Too.